Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to Leaving Today Podcast, episode number 186. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this evening, this afternoon, however it is, whenever it is you're doing it. We very much appreciate it. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Sitting to the right of me is the Trailmaster Puppets himself, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, Jess just dropped off. She's uh, en route down to the parks this this evening. Um, It's currently 6 o'clock Indy time. Um, yep. <laughs> on the West Coast here. So she's driving down there in a, in a, probably in a couple hours with some friends. Yep. So we should be doing a, tri- yeah. a trip report next time for next show, hopefully. But uh, if thank you so much for joining us, however you are. Uh, we are an honest Disneyland podcast. Uh, we like to tell you like it is, give you the truth. We are lovers of the parks. We won't pixie dust anything, but um, we will talk about whatever you guys and gals want to talk about. Um, again, think of us as your best Disneyland friends you haven't really met yet. Um, that's exactly what we want to be for you guys. We want to be a, a place for you to come and, you know, if maybe you, you do love the parks, but you're having some difficulties right now figuring things out or don't understand stuff, we would love to talk through it with you because we don't fully understand, but we do want to talk about it. Okay, today's show is brought to you by you, the listeners, and that's on Patreon. For, to do that, you can go to our Instagram page and go to the link tree. Instagram page is Leaving Today Podcast, and then uh, go to the link tree, and all our links are on there. Also on leavingtodaypodcast.com, we have a Patreon link on there as well. It's $1, $3, and $5. For that, you get to be on the show, get some swag, and uh, be part of the LTP family. Tonight, we're talking about the news, and also going to talk about the first year under Bob Iger. See where we are. See what's changed, what hasn't changed, what's gotten better, what hasn't gotten worse, or if if, if anything has gotten worse. Um, so hopefully we'll you know get some good answers out of that. Um, don't really have a question, but just LTP listeners, if you do us a favor, well, two things. Number one, if you are whatever you're listening on whatever platform, uh, give us a review, give us a, a, any sort of rating. It helps the al- the algorithm. Leave us a little message to see how we're doing. That would that always uh, is a good thing for us. And second thing, uh, I guess the more important of the two is that uh, in January we're going to be going live uh, twice a month for the LTP Lounge. And so you can head on over to YouTube and look in Leaving Today podcast. Leaving Today is one word. Podcast is uh, its own word. I guess that's how it's set up. So it's Leaving Today Space Podcast, and you see all our, our, our logo. Just go ahead and subscribe. We'll be doing two live shows a month. And, um, Udi, you want to talk about that real quick as to okay. what, what the plan is or what the premise is behind that? Okay. So the, uh, the idea we, we, we know we have been talking about trying to do something on the YouTube uh, for a while now. Um, and um, 
we finally kind of settled in with with how we want to run it, and um, and the idea is going to be this: we when we talk on the podcast, we often talk about the news and things that are going on. The the kind of frustrating part for me and for Mark and for Jess has been that um, we're at times delayed on w- in what we're talking about because yeah. we are bi-weekly, you know, twice, twice a month show, so things happen. So the idea behind the, the lounge is going to be we're going to have uh, guests as much as we can uh, come on, and we're going to basically have kind of a free-form discussion. We're going to bring up current events, what's going on, uh, with Disney, Disney Parks, uh, the corporation in, in general, and the whole Disney umbrella, uh, and just kind of start there and begin the topics and, and, and talk about that. Yep. Therefore, it's going to be more timely, more on point with what we're talking about. And, or, and, and the other part of it is that we want uh, a quicker, uh, the ability to have a quicker feedback from you guys. Uh, one thing that we have always wanted and we've gotten a lot of, and, and all you guys who interact with us, you, you, you guys know that we appreciate you guys to no end. Um, but we want more of that. We enjoy that. Sure. The interaction with anybody and everybody is great. Positive or negative, it doesn't matter. The interaction what, is what is important to us. Um, because anything worth talking about is worth having a discussion over. Yeah. And so that's what we want to do. We, we, you guys know that we are open and honest, like Mark said, we are, we will, we will not sugarcoat pixie dust, anything. We're going to be open about whatever it is, the good and the bad. When we love something, we're going to praise it up and down. When we don't like something, we're going to be critical of it and, and talk about it. So that's the premise of the show. Be more timely, more on point, And we'll begin there. We will see if it develops beyond that. I mean, in my mind, I have an idea of what I want to do with it. But one step at a time. So once we launch that, we're looking at early next year. Yeah, hopefully in January. Yeah. Hopefully in January. Um, once we launch that, it's going to be up to you guys who are listening to begin to interact. We're going to try to do what we do with this show and be very scheduled and very, uh, very diligent with how we produce and, and go live. That way you guys can get comfortable with it and know that, hey... X time on X day, these guys are hopping on, and what are they going to talk about? And that's what we want to create. Yeah. So, um, so that's what we're ta- that's what we're going to do. That's what's in the works. The, the LTP Lounge is uh, is going to be live, yep. and we're finally going there. So, um, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for what this is going to bring for for us and the LTP family, honestly. For sure, yeah, yeah. I, yeah that's what I said. We kind of did a dry run last week. Yep. And um, still working a little bit the kinks out, but I yep. think with this format, it's going to be very interactive because we're going to mm-hmm. show we, we we can show stuff like live mm-hmm. that we're talking about, and we can discuss it, and um, we want to get you guys involved, and that's really how this kind of bringing this community in together. So, yep. um, you know, I think we're one of those shows that. Um, Maybe we're the only podcast, Disney podcast, that really actively invites listeners to come on and talk. I, I you know, honestly, I feel like that for all the different ones that 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 you listen to, and yeah. the ones I've listened to, and, and it's no knock on them. No, I mean, not at all. I mean, no. they, they they have. I mean, there are good uh, Disney podcasts out there, and we've been on a few that they're yeah. great. Yep. And and but it's just a different thing. It's a different vibe. They handle their podcasts as they want to handle it, and props to them. Sure. Um, but we're just going to be a little bit different. We just want to do that. We 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 
we crave that that mm-hmm. interaction. We crave that discussion. We crave that. That at least for me, um, I think anybody who's listened to the show long enough realizes and met me and talked to me for any prolonged period of time. I crave that conversation. I crave that. You do, yeah. That that, that need that to open up and talk and discuss different things and and. It's always a, I always get a, a benefit and a blessing out of being able to have those meaningful conversations with anybody. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's that's why I mean, Mark, I think you're on point. I, I I can't think of another one that is actively going. Come come talk to us, like interact. Come on come on come on come on. Like not just like in the periphery. Like oh yeah, DM us. No no like sure. Come on in the show. Come on and do this. Like yeah, like, let, let's go. Yeah. I mean I can't think of. I mean. I mean, I'm sure there's other podcasts out there that invite their patrons or whatever to come on the show, but we yeah. don't even care about that. It's like, well, you, I mean, patrons benefit like you're expected to. You are expected like, to. Yeah, you're expected to. Yeah, Laura and Jennifer, yeah, you're, you're expected, expected to. to. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, but beyond that, though, anybody who can come in, I mean, uh, I'm going to call, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to Marcus right now. Yeah. Uh, Marcus knows, and he's taking us up on an open invite. Yeah, he'll just show up. You'd be like, oh, hey, knock, knock, knock. Who's at the... D- oh, it's... <laughs> hey, Marcus, how you doing, buddy? Yeah. And then he sits down, and, uh, pulls up a beer, pulls out a beer, and off we go. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's just what we want, what we've worked hard to create, and we continue, and we want to continue to build on that and and make it bigger. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So super stoked about that. Yeah. So stay tuned for for further announcements as we get everything finalized. Uh, Mark told me he's been working on it. We didn't. I haven't even had a chance to look at what he's been working on as currently. But we did have a lot of graphics and all these other things that we we're talking about it last week. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so again, just go to our YouTube page. Go to Leaving Today Podcast. Leaving Today is one word. Podcast is is by itself. And uh, click on the logo and subscribe, and we'll get this thing going. Yep. Well, I should say we don't know what day of the week it's going to be yet, but we, uh, yeah, we have to coordinate that. But yeah, yeah, but it could be good when you're midweek and you're on the road. Yep, <laughs> because I mean, honestly, I think I'm going to be the, the the most difficult one because yeah. I'm the one on the road the most. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out though. Yeah, we will figure it out. All logistics. Okay. Well, before we get to the news again, uh, the randomizer just showed up. What? I don't even know what's going Dude. on. It's been dormant for the last couple of weeks, but last couple know. episodes. Here we I, go. Actually, you know, I think he did it on purpose because I got lulled into a full sense of security. Like, oh, <laughs> that, that fool is probably on, on Christmas break, like you know, holidays. Like, it's the holidays later. Later. No, but here you are, you jerk. Okay, here we go. The randomizer again. What is that? We, there's three attractions. Uh, you get to pick one. You get to save one. You get to change one with definition, and you also get to destroy it. This one's tough. This one's very, very tough. <laughs> uh, really, it is. It's not, okay. uh, this one, in fact, I don't think we've had all three of these before. We may have had one of the three. Oh, boy. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Burn it. Disneyland Monorail. Ooh. Finding Nemo's Submarine Voyage. Oh. We've, we, had, we've had each one of these before, but not in this combination that I can think of. So, again, we get to keep one, we get to destroy one, and we get to improve one. But we need to describe how we're going to improve Okay, I got it. him. Udi, I, I'm, I, dude, I'm at a loss. So maybe your answers will give me some inspiration. So. Okay. So, I don't like saying this, but um, Mr. Toad is like later. Okay. I think I, I know it shows shares a show about the whole. I, I know, I know everything. I know everybody's gonna. I know all the arguments and the protractors of, of uh, Mr. Toad are gonna be like, "What do you mean?" I know, I know, but. They can, yeah, they can get rid of it. And, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, so monorail. 
Uh, monorail. Now, here, this is the one that I could flip between the submarines and the monorail. I could put them in either category with keep, keep, or or upgrade. Because they're sort of tied together. They kind of are. What I'm going to go with, though, is I'm going to go with we're going to keep the submarines. Okay. Keep them. Even though, to be real, out of the two that are left, Submarine really does need a better overhaul, but yeah. I don't have a good I don't have a good thing in my mind on how to improve that. No. So that's why I'm kind of going with this one. So uh, I'm going to go with monorail, and 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 for me, monorail is always the same thing. Give me more. Stretch it out. Make it longer. Yeah. Reconnect to the freaking hotel. Make it go around. Like and then if if Disneyland Ford, which. <clears throat> I think it is. I think it's coming. Um, we can, and then corporate into that. So just start setting your pedestals, boys. Start getting them ready because here we go. I, I really think so. And you want it to go where? Uh, extend it out. Like make it go past. I mean, remember, it used to connect to the hotel. Well, the track has never moved. Yeah, I'm saying, but connect it through and, and then expand it. Make it go further. Oh, sure. Okay, gotcha. So no, make it more. Make it more. Make it longer. Extend it out. You can extend it further around the park. I mean, even further out than it is. Yeah. Um, basically, that's it. And then make it more, inter and then literally make it more interconnected with other aspects of the park. So the hotels make it further than, than maybe the parking lots out there. All these kind of things, like make it further and more accessible out there. Yeah. See, uh, if, see if we're doing that uh, LTP lounge, we could look at the. We could look at the map and go like, hey, here. Yeah. Yeah, but in my mind, if it'd be great if it could go to a. A parking structure and yeah. pick up guests that way. Yeah. So guests can, can either walk to the park from the structure, take a tram, or take the monorail. Yeah, and and I have said it in the past that um, that it is a very cool thing to come into the park in the opening day and then get dropped off via the monorail and then get dropped off in Tomorrowland. Are you saying that's better than going under the under the? No, tunnel? no, 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 no. You but it's something. Day. No, no, no. I mean, no. Okay, apologies then. Okay. Um, no, but at, at one point in time, you need to go. Oh, yeah, If you sure. have a multiple day trip, yeah, you need to enter the park one time like that. Yep. It is really cool. I can't tell you. Like, I I try to make it a point to do that every time. I haven't. Last trip, I, didn't, I wasn't able to because I had the whole family in tow. But the trip before that, I think I did. And the trip before that, I think I did. Right. So, um, yeah, that's why. Yeah, nice. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go in line here with Udi. I, I don't want to get rid of Submarine Voyage at all. Um, I mean, but that's another topic because uh, we could retheme that. But Mr. Toes probably could go, even though I know it's got its place in the historical society of Disneyland. Uh, not officially, but, but in the hearts of the Disneylanders, it, it does. Um, so the, I, I guess I'd pick Mr. Toad's to go. Uh, Monorail needs to get expanded and actually u uh, utilized as a transportation system. Um, yep. Which, oh, do you consider it a transportation system now or more of a, just a, like a traction? People, people ride it from as a circuit. They don't go from point A to B, right? No, I mean, okay. The majority. So the majority is going to be a, it's an attraction now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if it actually was used as a transportation to like, get you from point A to B, uh, I, I think that would, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but exactly where? I don't know. But so we're keeping the submarine voyage, getting rid of Mr. Toe's wild ride, and we are expanding the monorail track and having it used as a 
transportation to get guests in and out of the park. Yeah. Um, okay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, for that, let's go over onto the news. You, you listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Okay, okay. Um, first news item here, an awesome story here. Makes me very happy. Disneyland ticket prices quadruple since 2000, since the year 2000. Woo-hoo! Annual passes are up 700%. The prices that go. A lot has changed at the Disneyland Resort since the year 2000, and Disney has poured billions into the Anaheim theme park resort since then. Disneyland has quadrupled the top price for tickets since 2000 and increased the cost of premium annual passes more than 700% during the same period while holding the lowest price admission to the Anaheim theme park steady for about a decade. The cost of tickets to Disneyland has increased 351% from $43 in 2000 to 194 in 2003, more than quadrupling the cost of admission on the most expensive days in less than a quarter century. Small. Since the parks returned from a year-long pandemic closure, top-tier ticket prices for Disneyland and Disney California Adventure jumped 35% from 144 in April 2021. The lowest price daily tickets for the lowest for the least popular dates have climbed 13% over the past decade, rising from 92 in 2013 to 104 in 2023. The rock bottom $104 ticket is above the cost of inflation since 2000. The $43 ticket from 2000 adjusted for inflation would be 76 in 2023 based on the consumer price index. Yep. Um, we're going to go on and talk more. Well, the Disneyland AP prices have increased even faster than daily ticket prices uh-huh. since the start of the new millennium. The top tier annual pass skyrocketed 729%. From one ninety nine, so it was two hundred dollars for the top tier annual pass in the year two thousand, yeah. to just under seventeen hundred dollars in two thousand twenty three. I can't get my mind over that. Um, two hundred dollars in the year two thousand. Yep. Now it's seventeen hundred or sixteen forty nine. You know, th- this is a, a huge commentary on two things. One, um. Inflation in general, where where our country has gone, but that is not this is not the the, the arena for that discussion. No. Um, two. This is Disney continuing to go back to the well, and depending on the most loyal of fans, yeah, to to carry the load. Um, now they're going to argue that that um, it isn't worth you know the value and all that stuff, but it doesn't matter because they also got to recognize that a lot of the majority of, of AP holders are going to be avid fans of Disneyland Park um, and the, and the resorts in general. Okay, they they, they I mean obviously they're going to be corporate places that have a pass and that. We we I get that, but that doesn't make it the bulk of the the people who buy APs. So especially post-pandemic, they have been really, really leaning 
on us, the fans. I mean, so much so that both Mark and I are sitting here going like, I mean, me more than Mark um, have been like, nope, not hopping back in yet. No. I'm looking at what you're giving me and for how much I, you want from me. And if I fear, feel it is a fair exchange, then 100% I'm in. But I haven't felt like that. Right. So this is why. And this is the increasing part. This is where you get into the catch-22. Hey, our AP numbers, I will guarantee I have no hard data. So this is totally me in my impression of how I see it. This is me thinking that the numbers have to be dropping off on AP holders. And that's e- that it's either by design, um, it may be by design. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, you know, but that's what it is. So they're leaning more and more on the avid Disney fan. And that, to me, is almost a point of taking advantage. Um, it's not, uh, people can argue that back and forth, you know, hey, you know, they're willingly giving their money. I get that. But I think this is the problem that, that Disney is facing right now. So this is 100% a monster of their own making right now. Sure. Yep. It is. Yep. It is. It's funny. Um, the other day, Wendy and I were talking about uh, my birthday is coming. What? <laughs> no. I was going to get you like, who's Wendy? I'm yeah. kidding. We were talking about. Um, Hi, Wendy. Don't get mad. <laughs> about my birthday coming up in January. It happens to be on a Friday. We're talking about some things to do, right? And uh-huh. like, oh, we can get away for the weekend. Sure. Let's go uh-huh. and do that. She goes, hey, do you want to go to Disneyland? I go, uh-huh. oh, yeah, of course I want to go to Disneyland. Uh-huh. And so I go, well, let's just see. Let's just do a quick ballpark here. So for two-day park hopper tickets for two of us, how three, much? Three what for, for one? For uh, one person? 300 and what? Well, we, we're going to get two tickets. Uh, okay, so 700 bucks? 750 Okay, for two people. Okay. And I put the brakes on that. I go, no, absolutely yeah. not. I go, this is the first time you're going to hear me say, no. No. Yeah. Heck no. When I, when we're not, we're talking about airfare, hotel, mm-hmm. and then two, then 750 for, for two days. Yep. No, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. Because you're looking at over, well over a grand mm-hmm. just for that trip. Yep. And for two people. And um, there's so many other things we could spend a $1,000 on trip wise that would be more. Uh, fulfilling than that right now and it pisses me off yeah it, no, it, 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 it hurts me to say that oh yeah and I, it just i go she goes yeah that's really a lot of money i go it's an s ton of money uh-huh. it's just for just just to get into the park. i would say it's an f ton of money and it got to me thinking about okay these simple things that disneyland could do to make things better for the guests yeah we kind of talked about it last week yeah last i didn't episode. think about this time but they could get rid of this stupid park hopping fee yeah 65 dollars to park yeah, hop come on no, so that's so that's um, if you take that away, that's at least well more than one hundred and thirty dollars off of that. Yeah, I think it's because it's they want you to park up for two days. Um, no, it's just that needs to go and get rid of the stupid res or starting at either park thing. Yeah, because uh, they go, oh, you can do it, but you got to pick your starting. I have no idea why they want you starting at a certain park. Again, this is what I was mentioning, have been mentioning, and I brought it up. I think it was last episode. Yeah. This is them trying to control you to have the experience that they want because it's easier for them to manage their people, manage resource, manage all the blah, 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 yeah. all that crap. And again, coming off of the pandemic, I kind of got the rationale. You don't know how people are going to react. You don't know how much to bring in. You don't know how much merch, how much food, how, how many employees, all that. I get that from a legit, from a flat out logistics point of view. Sure. But that could have, 
I would have said give you a year to figure that stuff out. Yep. And we were well beyond that. Oh, well beyond that. And and uh, we're going to talk about it in the main topic and the fact that they keep on going back to that well. Yeah. Well, post pet no. I'm over it. Yeah. Pandemic done. Been done. We're all past it. And if you and in any company, I'm going to tell you this right now, this goes for beyond Disney. Any company going back and and using the pandemic as an excuse for them not doing well, guess what? That's still on you, buddy, because yeah. you didn't figure out. Right. And I can go point for point, and we'll talk about this in the main topic, about other companies that I'm like, I'm going to call BS on a lot of the crap that they're trying to say. I'm like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so th- this goes back to it. Yeah, ex- and, 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 we, and, and we talked about that with Becky. I remember that, yeah. that being pointed at that, that It's just too much money, dude. It is. It is right now. And, and uh, here is the way I look at it. We know now, or we know that most companies won't drop prices. They won't do it unless they are hard hit. Yeah. And I keep on going back to them. I'm like, look, we are at a pivotal point in the park and the company's history. I yeah. can't, again, I don't know how many of you guys go in deep and, and look at Disney Corporation as a whole and understand where they are. Oh, yeah. It isn't pretty. No. So these moves to raise prices, to me, are moves of desperation. Like, we need to we need to come up with this. We need to come up with this bottom end somewhere. But someone will say, Udi, but you say that they're in desperation... I'm being an advocate here. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, but yet, I, I look at pictures of the park. It's jammed every every single day. And, and the thing is, it doesn't matter, though. That That's not what it is. Because jammed, and is it really jammed? Or does it feel jammed? It probably feels jammed. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I bet, I bet you 100 bucks that we could go in. And we could walk around. Uh-huh. And we could be like, oh, it's busy. Mm-hmm. But I think we have a better idea of what jammed is and what isn't. Well, I wouldn't take that bet. <laughs> Because I know we, we, I mean, of course, of yeah. course we would. Yeah. We, of course, yeah. Yeah. Because we've been in the park where we're talking, Je- Jess has been at, a, I think, worked it when it was sold out. Yeah, grad net. Or, so th- this is where I'm going to go. It's exactly my point is that it isn't. This is a perception. Mm-hmm. And this is the, again, these are all excuses for bad decision making. So as these prices continue to go up ahead of inflation, they can't even make that argument. Then, because if they rise with inflation, we all kind of go like, okay, that that's how the world works, man. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the way it's been running for right. 1920 Central Bank and all that other crap that started. That started this whole rigmarole we're on. But, so this is it. So they, 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 at this point, you're right. There, there are many things that they could do to improve this right now they could they could definitely improve it um and it wouldn't be things that the problem is that when you know how much money they have lost and i think we're gonna we'll we'll cover it you guys when you if you don't know the number and you hear the numbers your jaw get ready for your jaw to hit the floor it's astronomical how much money they've lost well i don't know i mean I remember the last couple episodes or two episodes ago, you had mentioned that you think that Disneyland's at the point now where they can, um, they've kind of crossed that threshold and they can correct things. I don't know that they can. I, I don't see them going back from any of this. But right now, I mean, they're pricing people out of this experience. 
it's and it's uh, and we're talking about Be- and we're talking Becky mentioned that when she was on yep. and it's like now this yep. kind of hit me right right in the face like seven fifty for park tickets, no yeah, yep. I, I mean it's just no, <laughs> and yeah so without going further into it yeah it, it okay the the these numbers are not something you can you can hide you can try they they can try to massage them twist it you know like but no end of day end of day we're all looking at it we it's our wallets that still need to open up yeah absolutely yep. yeah that's it sure um and again the, the thing that i think about though that bothers me is that i you know on one hand i want new experiences i want new attractions mm-hmm. but those things cost money yep I mean, they cost a ton of money. Yep. And is that just the price we're paying for these new experiences? That are- no. Okay. So. I mean, it's like uh, okay. So I, I kind of want to save this for for. Oh, okay. Well, let, let, let's let's save that for the for the main uh, for the main topic okay. because this is all, rel- it all inter- intertwines. Okay. It all intertwines. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's so talk. Pause. Get, pause. And okay. The next news item. Disneyland files construction permit. We talked about this a little bit last time, but some more news has come out. Disneyland files construction permits for $8 million food hall. The new Parkside Market in downtown Disney's West End is expected to open by late 2024. And listeners, if you remember, we talked about this food hall, or sorry, uh, Parkside Market. Uh, we talked about the four different restaurants, and we didn't exactly know what it was, but it sounds to me like it's going to be like an indoor food Experience mm-hmm. a food hall. That's yep. what a food hall is. Yep. Okay. It would be, I, I, when I hear food hall, my mind goes to kind of what, um, kind of like a mall. Yep. How they have a food court. Yep. Yeah. I went to one in North Carolina and I thought the concept was great. It's an indoor, like warehouse thing in, in each section. There's different restaurants. You can pick whatever you like mm-hmm. ribs, barbecue, Chinese, uh, something unique, something that's, you know, dessert ice cream, whatever, and you can get pizza. And it's, um, so anyways, the, the new $8 million food hall style concept is offering Korean rice bowls, fried chicken sandwiches, and Caribbean inspired coffee with second story outdoor bar will occupy a new 11,000 square foot building under construction at downtown Disney. Disney filed building, building permits valued at $8.2 million in October of 2023 with the city of Anaheim, uh, according to city records. Yeah, this new, the the new Parkside Market in downtown Disney is expected to open by late 2024. Um, the commercial construction permits filed with the Anaheim Planning and Building Department call for a quick service restaurant with four separate concepts and outdoor dining on the second floor. Uh, so we this is what we talked about. We didn't know if these are going to be sit down or quick serve. So now we they, we know they're going to be quick 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 serve restaurants. Mm-hmm. With outdoor seating, it uh, looks like on an upstairs lounge and probably around that little amphitheater we saw, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. And again, the four ones are going to be the, the Soul Sisters, or sorry, Soul Sister. That's mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, uh, that's spelled S E. We talk about it, yeah. Yeah, S- Soul Sisters, yeah. Um, which are the rice bowls. Yeah, the Korean food. Yeah. Yep, Sip and Sonder, which is an LA based coffee house with Caribbean inspired bites mm-hmm. and frozen drinks. Awesome. CG's Chicken Shop and Al Fresco Bar. Uh, we don't really know what that is, but um, I'm sure it's going to have drinks and stuff. Oh, yeah, craft cocktails and frozen lemonades and espresso martinis. That actually sounds great. Um, 
a restaurant company that does everything from fine dining at the Los Angeles Music Center to serving 1.5 million Dodger dogs every year will run the new food hall style concept at downtown Disney. Hmm. Um, Yeah, so anyways, that's... Yeah, this is great. Um, And this is going to be right where the old uh, former AMC theater was. So very happy about that. And so this this time next year it should be in full swing. What do you think about that? I'm 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 kind of excited to see it. Um, I I like that they're making they're putting this in conjunction with opening that new area. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be like because like we were talking about with Jess and having that discussion about whether she didn't think it'd last very long. And here and this was my point. Like I was gonna wait and see. I, I kind of yeah. told her like I I I think she was wrong, but you know we can do wait and see. And these are the things that I was waiting for. You hear these things because like okay they're actually investing in that area and they're investing in bringing more people into downtown disney yeah which would be more like what they do with with disney springs that kind of idea yeah. so i mean you know after you described disney springs i'm like that's cool oh you would love it dude so yeah. and and so recognizing that the 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 uh the, the the land problems they have with not having a ton of it and not space um Anything they can do to heighten that and then bring more people in that aren't necessarily going to go into the park, you know, to come shop, come hang out, come to a concert, you know, some concert, eat food, whatever it is, whatever they can do. This is all money generation. These See, these are the things that they do, should be doing to get people to come into this area mm-hmm. and go to the park. These are the kind of things. See, this is why I get frustrated because I read these things. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is the cool stuff. This is the awesome stuff. This is what you need to be doing. Yes. And then I flip over and I'm like, and then you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing. What are you? So that's what I'm saying. So this stuff, all of this is awesome. Yep. Like I'm stoked that they're doing this. I'm super excited about what this could potentially bring and and all the different, like, dude, uh, Jay, buddy. Yes. You're going to, buddy. You know where you're going once it's open. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll be calling your name. Yeah, I know. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you're going to be beating us to the punch on this one. You're going to be yep. like, yeah, I'm going. I mean, yeah. I, I really want to hear your take because with a lot of food offerings coming up, um, I really want to hear your take. Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, especially the Korean place because I think he's got Korean, a piece part Korean or something. So uh, I think, anyways, don't quote me on that, <laughs> but I think he is. Anyways, yeah, absolutely. We haven't, and I'm, I'm echoing sentiments on that. All right, next news item again: food. Smoke Jumpers Grill at DCA to start serving breakfast next week. The full menu released. Um, they'll be doing it December sixth, and they teased a new breakfast menu on Instagram. No, sorry. Full menu was shared with Disney website. So, are oh, you dirty? Mm. What's wrong, Rudy? I'm reading what the menu are. Okay. It's and a, I'm like, I saw the one, I'm like, super stoked, and then I read it, and I'm like, the, no! Okay, so the breakfast sandwich uh, for $13.40 is sausage, egg, cheddar, ham, and hash browns, uh, smoked jumper grill sauce. I don't know what that means. And green, oh, no, you know, oh, that stuff is good. And green chili on its toasted bun served with cuties, mandarin oranges, or breakfast seasoned fries. There's a seasoned picture of it. fries, bro. Like, how's there even a discussion? For breakfast? Oh, heck yeah, dude. Okay. It looks like a... It's like tater tots, man. I, they, yeah, oh, that yeah. would be better if they did tater oh, tots. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Disney. Yep, yep, yep. Tater tots. So thirteen fifty yeah. for looks like a breakfast sandwich and some fries and oranges. Mm, okay. Classic breakfast burrito for fourteen bucks. Sausage, bacon, egg, cheddar, and hash browns with I don't know what that is. That's something we might Mocajete. Sure. What'd you call me? 
Yeah, mojete. Okay, mojete. Salsa served with cuties or breakfast season fries. It's a torti. It's a uh, breakfast burrito. Looks like with hash browns. Yep. See, it looks pretty good. And then the last thing they showed is uh, the chorizo burrito for thirteen fifty, uh, plant based. Is that what you're upset about? Yep. Sausage, chorizo, egg, cheese, hash browns, and avocado sauce with what's that word again? Mocajete. Mocajete salsa. Um, have you had that salsa? Moca, the mocajete? Yeah. yeah. It's spicy. Um, depends. Mocajete. Okay. Mo- yeah, for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're a white boy. I know. Yeah. Um, it's like mocajete. It's the the pit, mortar and pistol. Oh yeah, so it's like kind of grounded. It, it's a little bit different. It's how it's made. Okay. It's it's more. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's more a little bit more rustic. Okay. Kind of. Oh, I'm interested. In you look at okay. So does I know your mom you make it? A style of it, yes. Oh, okay. Even though it's a me- more of a Mexican type thing, um, I think Mexican. But anyway, no. If you look, if you take a hard look at that picture, um, my mom will make salsa. Yeah. That looks. Very similar to that, but she makes it a little bit different. Yeah, it's like a brownish red salsa. Well, no, but what I'm talking about is if you look at it, yeah, you have like what it looks like to be the the main like the 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 consistency is like you have the the all the vegetables and everything in there. What they use the spices and the chilies and everything, and they mash it up, right? Yeah. And then the liquid you can see it's so it looks like it's like kind of liquidy. And it has that kind of the more solid things in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of thing. So it's kind of like a. It, it, oh, it's hard to describe without having it. I next time I have it, be like, here you go. It's a mojito sure. stuff. Okay. Um, honestly. But yeah, no plant-based sausage. Well, dude. I, I'd at least taste it. I I, I I've, not, I've never had it. So. I, I'm raging against anything plant-based right now. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Well, okay. So no. So this is what drives me crazy, right? Sure. <laughs> it is. Sausage, so this is saying plant-based, right? So that means a sausage. Yeah. And anybody who's anybody, if you're a fan of chorizo, yeah, a good chorizo, oh, my Lord, it's so good. And then egg. So those are three things right there, right? Yeah. That are going to be all plant-based, sure. which I'm going to bet dollars to donuts that these would be infinitely better if that was real sausage, real chorizo, and real egg. In oh, fact, yeah. now it makes sure. me want to make that. I wonder, though, uh, if you could just, if, if they make them for you on the spot or um, they have pre-made, because you could just have it without the chorizo or sausage, right? You just want... Well, no, no, because chorizo is is meat anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But is there a... a sh- so what you're saying it's a plant-based chorizo? chorizo? Well, I, I'm, I'm... It doesn't say, because when it says plant-based, I'm going to assume it's all of that. Sure. Okay. Oh. Because you can't go, like, I, I would, I would, I would... My my guess is that it's all because if not, it'd be like sausage plant based, or chorizo plant based, or egg plant based. Yeah, which plant based egg? No, 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 um, no. I would try it well, if, I, if someone if if we bought it and shared it and go. Okay. Yeah, if somebody said here try it, I'd be like fine. Yeah, but I mean, I'm glad they're doing this offering. But I, oh no, I'm 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 stoked for this. But overall, do you? Buy a breakfast in the park? Typically not. Think you do. No, I don't. My routine is not that. Your routine is getting coffee and, and um, <laughs> um oh wait a minute, what do you get? You don't remember. I don't remember. Is it a Starbucks? No. Um are you gonna get coffee at Starbucks? Mm-hmm. I do not. I do get coffee, but not at 
Starbucks. Uh, where do you get coffee then? I don't remember. I kind of feel like I need to. We need to make that the next question. <laughs> okay, you need to make it. Okay, where have I? I've gotten coffee with you at Bengal Barbecue, uh-huh. but that's not what you're talking about. Nope. It's off park. It's out of park. Uh, you're not talking about Denny's, are you? Yep. Oh, Denny's. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, my breakfast routine. See, now I can't answer that question. But anyway, so no, my breakfast routine is pancakes, eggs, hash browns, and coffee <laughs> at Denny's. At Denny's, okay. And I drink like one, two, three, three cups of coffee while I'm sitting there, maybe four, and I take one with me into the park. Gotcha. Or I drink it as I'm going in. Yeah. Y- yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's okay. it. Yeah, I do. And the only time I will drink coffee in the park, it will not be at Starbucks. It will be at Bengal Barbecue because it is, what, I forget the name Joffrey's. of it. Joffrey's. Joffrey's Coffee. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And Joffrey's is good. It's super good. Yep. Okay. Well, next news item, this is great, is Walt Disney Company declares the 30, 30 cents per share dividend. Um, <laughs> well, they haven't been doing anything for since 2009 to ni- know, 19 Sorry. They haven't been doing anything since 2019. Um, that will be dispensed to shareholders next year, dispersed to shareholders next year, early next year. <laughs> well, you know, what, what's wrong? You're laughing about. Oh, my God. Nothing. Oh, I. I... <clears throat> um, so they'd been teasing this dividend payout for a while now. Yeah. And honestly, I don't see, and I haven't, to be fair, I haven't fully looked into how they're planning on paying this dividend. Yeah. I don't see how they're paying this dividend. Oh, because of the, the lack of money? Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't. I do not see how they're paying this dividend. But then again, this is coming, and, and I fully admit it, this is coming from my place of ignorance because I haven't fully gone into um, this because I'm reading them like I didn't think they're going to be paying dividend. I fully thought it was all a bunch of, and I don't know where they're coming up with this. Neither do I. Well, we'll see. <clears throat> Lucky all you guys who own stocks and you're getting a whole 30 cents. I think cents I own or... like five shares Woo-hoo! or something like that. So. Hot Gosh. dog. You're making a buck 50. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. Well worth that. Well worth the investment. I don't even know what you bought in at. I don't remember. <laughs> well, we'll end the news with a good news item here, and that is. Uh, Trader Sam's releasing a new mug. Oh, no, I, I kind of want one. Trader Sam's and Chantiki Bar at the Disneyland Hotel will release another new mug this week. Uh, we're glad to see that Disney will go ahead. We'll go again. We'll use the mobile. Sorry. And we're glad to see that Disney will again use the mobile ordering system to help manage no. the sale. No, no. He's not happy about that. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Stop. Uh, you have to be at least 21 years or older of age to get this. Um, well, that makes sense. So it, you should ask Jess if she can get this for you. Watch. Text her while she's there. She's going down the parks. Um, I have no idea how much it is, but I bet you Joey would like this. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this is, this is right up Joey's alley. Um, but uh, it's the Holiday Rum Barrel. And I guess it does not come with... Um, wait a minute. Does it come with alcohol? Why do I have to be 21 or older to buy it? Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I'm guessing. Oh, sorry. The mug is sixty-five dollars. Whoa. And there's mind, the limit. I don't want, of, I don't want it that. That's much. pretty expensive. The limit is of two mugs per order and one order per person. Um, 
65 bucks is a lot of money for a mug. I would have been happily paid 40. Yeah, 40 seems about right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that is the news. It better have alcohol in it. That would be why. Yeah, it's got it. No, no, that would make sense because it's going to be 15 for the drink or 15 to 18 for the drink. And then that's actually about about right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's about right. So I wonder if you could buy it without. um, It's like still 50 bucks for it. Well, a little bit higher than, but yeah, probably 50, 45, 50 bucks for for that mug. And it is limited and it is kind of cool. I kind of get that. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I paid 35, 40 for mine. I can't really argue. No, can't. No. Okay, well... That is the news, and now let's go over to uh, since one on one is not if Jess is not here. One on one is dark, so let's go over to the feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Okay, so well, we um here we are one calendar year later from um, Bob Iger taking over the Disney Corporation. Um, and there was much rejoicing, much celebration in the streets, dancing in the streets, I guess, uh, when they ousted Bob Chapek. And um, we were thinking, oh, things are going to get better. Uh, Who was? I think a lot of people that were cheering for it. But now I can say probably Bob Chapek was not the issue. Um, but Udi? A line comes to mind from one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, is it from, um, oh. If not my favorite movie of all time. Oh, your favorite movie of all time. Who's in it? Oh, Empire Strikes Back? Bingo. Okay. Um, and so, I, I don't I don't. The line would be, who's a scruffy nerf herder? No, no, no. That one is from. Empire? Empire. Yeah, yeah no, that, that one. <laughs> no, you were talking Empire, right? Correct. Okay, that's from that. No, that is. Um, no. <gasps> That's yeah. also from Empire. Yep. Um, I don't know. Okay. So, um, it's a scene where Luke leaves Dagobah. And then Yoda turns around and goes, now matters are worse. That's what I feel. All these people are excited. Blah, 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 blah. And huh? here we are a year later and he goes, now matter Because they're talking about. What? About him. You don't remember that scene? What are you talking about? Now matters are worse. I, I don't. I don't. I don't even know that scene you're talking about. That's right at the end. Think about it. This is when Luke stops his training on Dagobah after he fails. And then, and then now, okay, remember, after he fails the, the, then the, Ghost Obi Wan, then Ghost Obi Wan comes and tries to try to go. Oh, you got to stay. Remember the blah 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 blah. And he's leaving. He's like, now matters are worse. I have no idea about that line. What I remember mm-hmm. is from that because he takes off and Obi Wan and, and Yoda are sitting there, mm-hmm. right? And Obi-Wan says he was the only hope, and, and Yoda says, no, there's another. Yeah, well, no, no, this is before that. Because that's the uh, last thing Yoda says is he's leaving. No, it's before that. No, okay, it's, okay. It's, I, it's, I'm not going to change that same line of dialogue. Okay, I'm not going to challenge you, because yeah. I'm sure you're right. I just, mm-hmm. Okay, so now matters are worse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know that um, Bob Chapek said that he wants to focus on theme parks. He wants to focus Lie. on studios, and he wants to focus on streaming. <laughs> okay. Okay, so those are his three goals. Then. Right. And so here we are. Um, Marvel's, the Marvel's just got released less than a month ago. Correct. And Wish got released two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. As I think. Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. And they're not hitting where they need to be no. hitting. Okay, so 
where are we, Udi? What's going on with 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 all this right now? <sighs> okay, so the, the main the main part now. This is going to be. This is where we venture into uh, these, these these topics are the ones that can are are have been um, dividing people as of late uh, in our fandom. Yes. Um, and again, I'm going to come back. I, I will always come back to the place of this isn't done to be uh, ha ha. Look at you pointing fingers, you know, gloating over this or that. This is not what this is about at all honestly a lot of these things that are happening right now hurt like hurt me like in 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 my gut like they hurt my soul oh yeah yeah uh because of what the park and what um and what they mean to me and and what they meant to my family and my friends and and look at the family and the community we have so this affects all of us so this when we talk about this stuff this is a difficult top. This is a difficult topic. It, 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 it is not an easy one to approach, and no. this is why I want to start off with saying that. Okay, this is not a thing in any way, shape, or form to gloat or be happy about. This. This is not a pleasant thing. So I apologize in advance if you guys don't want to hear it, or you're like, I, "Hey, if you guys want to hit pause and be like, I'm not in the mood to hear that today," I don't blame you. But just come back to it because it's important to talk about. But this is what's going on right now. Right now, Disney is not in good shape, and I've been saying that for a while. And they have lost market cap, and I've said it before. They, in their movies alone, have lost between three movies, the last, and they just happen to be the last three that they have released. So we're talking Indy, which I have yet to see the streaming, oh, and I have... Didn't Haunted Mansion come out? After? No, Haunted Mansion came out, but I don't put them into that because Haunted Mansion... Lost money too. So Haunted Mansion came out, but I don't put it in there with the as a tent pole. The thing that sucked about Haunted Mansion was that it was such a good fun movie. Yeah. But because of the writer strike and a lot of different factors, they didn't promote it the way they could have. Hmm. If they would have promoted that one, that one above indie, above Marvels, above Wish, that could have made money. I've seen that thing three times. Ask me how many times I've seen Indy. None. Mark, you've seen it more than I have. Oh, that's one time, yeah. Right. So that's one time. Jess. Jess has seen it more than I have, which is one time. Yeah. Okay, Marbles, you haven't seen it. No I haven't just, seen no it, and just. most of this planet hasn't seen huh. it. Yeah. And we're now we're talking about Wish, okay? And so Wish has come out. And that one isn't doing well either. So before that, we had what was Element, Elemental. Mm-hmm. So that one w- did what they call legging out. So it stayed around long enough in the theaters, and it actually wound up being decent. But it had the only reason why is because of the longevity that was out. It just kept on being, this is all that's out there. So if you wanted new Disney content, that's what you had. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Elemental and and and, and uh, Haunted Mansion kind of were outside the periphery of the three main. So the, like I said, going back to the three main are going to be Indy, uh, Marvels, and now Wish. They have all lost money. And not just a little bit of money, mm. like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of money. Yeah. So that, that, that to me is like, okay, what is going on? Now this, so though all these projects were greenlit under who? Uh, Iger. Bob Iger. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize or they don't, they, you know, not understanding how the business operates, not understanding how it all 
has to take time. I mean, they, everyone has a concept of, like, well, it's always going to take time to, you know, film, you know, write the whole thing. But I don't think a lot of people understand how much time that takes from concept to delivery of the film. It is a long process. Holy crap. And especially when you talk about films that take CGI or an animated film, it takes a lot of time and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so those three... Um, we're all greenlit under Bob Iger. Do you know what the movie, the one movie, oh, the first movie that I know of that will be coming out that was greenlit by Bob Chapik? Do you know what movie that is? Um, Can you take a guess? Greenlit under Bob Chapik? Yep, he greenlit it. I don't know of any movies coming out from Disney, and next, honestly. Well, Disney, it's a Disney subsidiary. I'll give you that hint. Oh, I don't, uh, I have no idea. Deadpool 3. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. That is the first movie that's going to be coming out in Greenland by Big Bob Chapek. Okay. How much you want to bet how much money that, that movie's going to make? That's probably going to make a lot it's of gonna money. It's going to make it a lot. Yeah. If they do, if they stay true to the format that they have been yeah. with a Deadpool franchise, it's going to make money. Yeah. It's going to make money. Anyway, and they everything looks like that one is running to make money. Now... Let me back up. So the, going back to the movies, this is the problem that we are now in. Disney, and, and the reason why I'm starting here is because this is what's affecting the park. Yes. Okay. Again, it being a huge multinational conglomerate that Disney now is. Okay. And honestly, if you, you can make the argument that Bob Iger, that was done under Bob Iger. Okay. He really moved... To put to make Disney expand and be bigger. Yeah. Again, you can make the argument whether that was a good decision or a good choice or not. I think in many, many ways it was a, a good idea. I can be critical and realize that the execution of a lot of it was not done well and continues continues to be not done well. But anyway, so this is why I'm going back to the movies. When you lose, uh, I think roughly. Indy lost four hundred million. Uh, Marvels, we you don't know yet, but it's clearly looking to be in that ballpark. Probably at current rate, what I've heard and I've been reading about. Obviously, not knowing yet. Final estimates: if it goes continues on the track that it is, final thing was probably going to be the biggest box office bomb in history. For Marvels? For no, no, yeah, for Marvels oh, in yeah. history. Jeez, in history. Wow. That means you think of all the crap movies that a lot of money and blah 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 blah, and it bombed to that level where it lost so much money. Marvels is on pace for that. And then we're coming up on Wish. It's pacing the same way. It's pacing to be okay. So Marvels is pacing worse, and it is worse than the Hulk. How many people do you remember of? Ang Lee's The Hulk. Do you remember? Did you even watch? Did you remember Ang Lee's? I liked that film, oh, but a lot of people didn't. That's got the actor that I like in it. Um, yeah. Um, why can't I think of his name? The guy from America. Oh, Edward Norton. Yeah, Ed Norton. Yeah, Ed Norton. It was great. Yeah, great. I, it was a good movie. I think the end was kind of stupid, but overall, the movie, and he played a great Much Bruce better Bennett. than the other Hulk guy. I, I, I'm not... It's a different Hulk. Different Hulk, yeah. It's a different Hulk. That that Bruce Banner to from, from Mark Ruffalo to, to Ed Norton, those are two different... It, uh, two different interpretations of, sure. uh, of uh, Bruce Banner. But anyway, without going into those weeds. But anyway, so we go there. Um, 
So that's where the Marvels is. Mm-hmm. Going to be the, and it already is the worst um, performing Marvel movie, period. Mm-hmm. Already. Already. So there we go. And so here we are with. So these are the problems that they're facing. You cannot continue to fund those massive projects and have them fly, fail. And not only fail by a little bit, but fail by a enormous amount like that. Okay, so what's the story behind that? Why are they failing? So there are many, many theories, and you're going to hear about many different things and many different opinions. And I think every one of you who, who's listening to this and who has is been paying attention, I believe all of you are going to have your own opinion as to why. And in my opinion, it is a... It is a... And, and Bob Iger even mentioned it this week that the story, bu- the story groups and the, the creators have become too focused on messaging mm-hmm. and have gotten away from the core tenets of Disney, which was storytelling. Iger had just mentioned the other day that he wants to focus more on storytelling and less on Correct. messaging. Correct. Yeah. That is exactly it. So, and do you believe him? I want to. You want to, yeah. I want to because this is where I go to. No matter what you think when it comes to an ideology, a way of thinking, what you believe is right in this world and what people should be doing, shouldn't be doing, it doesn't matter. When it comes down to it, when you come to a corporation and you are the CEO of a multinational conglomerate like him, all of that is secondary. Everything is secondary to one thing. Mm. Making money. money. Yeah. If, I will tell you, Lucasfilm, if it was any other studio than Disney, and you see indie fail to that magnitude, heads are rolling. Sure. That entire, that entire um, executive pool, gone. From right. top down, they would have been axed. Anybody owning that would have axed the entirety of it. Ever was involved with green lighting and letting that happen, they would have been on the freaking pick or on the on the on the sidewalk being sorry, but you failed to that extent. Mm-hmm. Same thing applies for Marvel Studios currently. If anybody in any other studio not belonging to Disney had failed to the extent that Marvel's has failed, fired from top to bottom. Sure. Executive sure. after executive, producer, producer, boom, boom, whoever. So you're writer, saying that Iger fired. needs to clean house over there? Probably. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean to put it to put a, a simple word on it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and we'll go we'll go into into Disney right now because uh, wishes of Disney animation, not a not a Pixar film. Right. Pixar, I think their next thing is uh, Inside Out two. Y- yeah. And honestly, I saw the trailer for it, and I'm like, oh. No. Oh yeah, with anxiety. Yeah, like yeah. I know. I, I I mean I'm I'm reserving judgment because Inside Out was so freaking good. Yeah. I, I forgot I was talking to somebody just this week about Bing Bong Bing Bong. I'm like these are yeah. that is great storytelling. The reason why you remember because you remember what what Bing Bong and how that all tied in the whole thing and and it is a great thing. So when you have Inside Out, that was good storytelling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's why. Like, like I'm saying, indie. I it's streaming. It's been available now for what a week. 
Okay. No, maybe not even that long, but maybe three or four days. I haven't even flipped on my Disney app to watch it. Oh, I'm yeah. like, meh. And, I, and that hurts to say, you know, because of who I... But anyway, so this is, let, me come, let me wrap it back. Let me wheel it back in. So this, this is what I'm talking about. And so this is going to affect the park. And so a lot of the issues that we've been having in the park, which a lot of people have been talking about, are obviously we, we covered the ticket increases. Right. Which is what I was going to say. Again, I'm going to be the advocate. Udi, I see the park full. Yeah, but but the thing and is, you, it, and you don't want to come back to this. No, and, and and this is what I'm saying. So this isn't this isn't true. I, I I honestly don't think it's true. I think if anything, they're going there. They are. It is a perception. Yeah. Avid goers of the park. I mean, we we've talked about it before. Like if it's a light day, we're excited because oh look, we don't have to deal with crowds. Right. But that doesn't do well for for Disney's bottom line. No. You know, no matter what, because we have been saying it, and everybody knows it, that the Disney parks are the lifeblood of this corporation. Yeah. Period. Period. Do you think of any other branch of this that that's making money? I maybe uh, what what can be probably making money for my now other cruise line. The park cruise line. Yeah. Um. And okay, so this is a good point. Thanks for bringing it up because that it, cruise line is and the parks are. Yeah. Those are going to be the two things that are pre- predominantly making money for Disney. Disney. Streaming and... Losing money. And movie animation. And movie animation, losing money. Yeah. So anything in the entertainment level is mo- losing money. Now, the reason, the other reason why that's important, and this is the other way it affects the park. We all know that the park was basically driven for merchandising, right? So if you have a good movie, mm-hmm. you go to experience the park in, in real life. Walt's idea was that. Yeah. You know? So this has been the formula. What happens when they don't have any good IP? And this has been my my complaint or my my critique for a few years. I've been like, hey, original IP, this is the lifeblood of this park. You need to continue that. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day about IP. And, like, Animal Kingdom, before Avatar showed up... Without Avatar, there's no IP at that park. No. And it's kind of a cool park. There's a lot of cool mm-hmm. things there. There's no, you know, special characters that you need to come and no. see. And um, so how important do you think IP is? I mean, I guess it is, right? Well, it depends. It depends totally on the park. Okay, yeah. so while for Animal Kingdom, yeah, it is a different animal. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Sure. Pun intended, totally. Yeah. Um, but it's because... To me, not being there, my perception and my idea of what that park is is goes back to the root of what Walt wanted, mm-hmm. which was educating while entertaining. Yeah. That's right up the alley. Sure. You know, you get, you understand nature. You can see animals. You see things that you would not normally see in your day-to-day life. You learn, but you're having fun while you're learning. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. The inclusion in the, when they brought on bring that in was to heighten that it, like oh this is kind of cool too because for anybody who doesn't know Avatar the, the main the undercurrent is to take care of the Earth you know you can't let people damage yeah. the Earth and yeah. you can't that's the undercurrent of it which is it's a solid good story and a good message to have we can't destroy our Earth man we live on it true so but that, so that that lend very well and fit like hand in glove. For what Animal Kingdom is, mm-hmm. you know, it's perfect for that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, but this is where we come back to our park, right? We come back to Disneyland. Disneyland is IP driven. If you think about it, the only things that are outside of the IP, well, no, no, no. Let, let, let me back that up. Fantasyland is going to be more IP driven. Really, when you look at it, and Fantasyland is the heart of the park. 
Yes, it is. So you look at, you go outside of that. Okay, you said Main Street, you have all these things, but the heart of the park is driven by IP. Mm-hmm. You run off and you go, you spoke off, and then the IP kind of fade in that direction. They have developed the IPs, so we're talking Pirates and we're talking Jungle Cruise, and developed that. Tomorrowland didn't really work but uh, for an IP, but that's what I'm talking about. So the reason why I bring up IP is because this is the route, this is the path that Bob Biger has set us on. Okay, so the fact that he kept on buying IP and buying IP and buying IP, it set up the company to become, it, and, and I said it before, it switched the main idea between, behind Disney, which was a creative entity and a place to foster creativeness and develop that. And it became a, uh, um, a, what's a, a collector hmm. of, of, of IP. Yes. Instead of a developer right. IP, it became a collector of IP. Sure. I, at the time, kind of understood why he was doing it again. This was, he was trying to grow Disney to this monolith that it is and what it was. So when you're doing that, I get that. I get where his mind was. It, it, to me, in some weird way, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Okay, I understand that because your end goal is this. How are you going to attain that? Okay, that makes sense to me. What you're doing, you're... you're your plan of attack and the thing and the steps you're taking, 100% see why you're doing that. Now, whether or not I like that doesn't even matter, but it's just you see his plan and you see how he, he's executing. So that was the problem, though. That was the problem. Because Disney was not founded, and Disneyland was not founded on collecting IP. No. It was founded on creativity. Creativity, yeah. And when you move away from creativity, that is the heart and the core of what Disney and Disneyland is. You move away from that, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You lose your soul a little bit, right? You do. So this is where we're at. So this is, so this is why all this is so intertwined. I mean, it is no, it is no simple issue. That's why this is, like I said, this is not a, a always a fun topic because it is so un, in, intertwined and it, it, yeah. lay, it leads down a bunch of different little avenues like what about this and what about this and how does this affect but at the end of the day it all comes back to one man right yep, yep. it all comes back to the guy you know leading the ship now a lot of people when bob chapek came in were oh my god blah 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 and I remember, from what I remember, I was like, oh, no. Like, I was in that ballpark, like, oh, no. Like, this guy's a bean counter. Yep. You know, this guy, a lot of the things that I don't like has happened in the park has been because of this guy. Ha, ah, crap, here we go. And with COVID hitting and everything that happened then, it kind of changed the game for everybody, clearly. Yeah. But... What we, what we saw coming out of COVID was success by Chapek. A lot of people don't know. You, you want to know under whose watch the highest stock price was ever for the Disney company? I, I don't know. Bob Chapek. Oh, was it really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Coming out of, coming out of COVID, crazy, right? Crazy, right? Crazy. COVID. Uh... Game changer, everything has changed, da-da-da-da-da, we don't know how we're going to do this. And this goes back into what the, the, the FCC, FEC filing, which were this last week from Disney. And if you guys, oh, I should really try to look that up. It is an interesting read, the highlights of that thing are very, very interesting. 
Um, so this is the guy they got rid of. I know a lot of people didn't like him, and we've talked about it with Jess, and, and I understand the perception, again, of him not being a Disney guy. Like, the Disney way, he was not. He was not the embodiment of Disney way. So how does right. the Disney way succeed when your leader isn't part of that or doesn't exude that? Okay, fair critique. Um, but then what do you do when, when somebody who does exude that and but is failing on many levels? What do you do then? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, so this is this is what it is. So, Bob Iger has had a very difficult November, and Disney has. Yeah, and and it's not it's not a good thing. And, it, and again, it it bothers me to say that, and it hurts because I mean, Mark, you've talked, you just talked about it. That seven fifty going to the park, you're like, dude. Well, doesn't that seem like it's too much? It's a lot. It, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And I mean, it doesn't change the fact that I was like, if, if you would have said though, I'll be I'll be 100 percent honest. This is where you can call me crazy or whatever. But if you said, dude, we're going for my birthday, I'd be like, all right, well, let me start planning. Oh, oh, for sure. I would have I would have been like, all right, well, we're, well, let's see if we can make it work. If you had said that to me and asked me, I want you to go, I'd go, okay, well, let's do it. Yeah, I yeah, know. And, and, and well, see, that would have been three, three fifth, three twenty five, I guess, for me. Fine. Yeah. For two people, I mean, yep. for one person. Yeah. For two people, that's so that's. <laughs> 160 a day, 100, yeah. 165 yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just doing that. And, and, and so and so, th- this is what I'm talking about. This is this this is why everything is tied in. Yeah. And so, that being said, mm-hmm. I still think, with certain things being admitted this week in particular. Yes. And I've been saying it now for a little while that I feel Disney is in a point of flux, a point of decision-making at a crossroads. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to be people who are black-pilled out who are like, oh, they're going to do no fail. And honestly, I've had many, I've seen many, many, many a person post, you know, and basically talking trash, uh, not only about Disney, which at some points they're, they're fair, but th- this is the other part is that that really kind of bugs me is they've been talking trash about people who still like Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the Disney adult thing. I, and I just feel, okay, so I've, I've been hit a lot with the Disney adult thing this week, so maybe this is why it's fresh in my mind. Oh. And I'm just going to address this real quick. And this is kind of outside this because it just hit me. So anybody who's critiquing a Disney adult doesn't get it. They don't understand where, where it's at. Right. They don't understand why it is a thing. And there's part of me that kind of goes like, okay, whatever. But there's that other part of me that goes, I, I hope you have something in your life that means something to you. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope there's something in your life that you're passionate about, you enjoy. Yeah. That brings happiness to you and your family and the people you love and you care about. I hope I hope you have that. Yeah. And this is where I go because I literally had a discussion this week about it. Like someone told me, and I quote, "Something's wrong with people if you're Disney adult. Like something's wrong in your head." <laughs> and I kind of went like, and I rubbed my head. He's like, "No offense to you," and I went, "Bro, you're offending me because yeah. you're li- literally saying because I talk about this and I enjoy this and I'm passionate about it, you're saying the screws loose in my head." Uh, sure. And I kind of went, "Oh." Man. But anyway, so I just need to say that real quick, and then I'm going to go back. I just felt like I had to say I'm sorry to, to break off on, on a jag real quick. But yeah, anybody who's a Disney adult, 
Man, if it's a weird thing for somebody, man, let your freak flag fly, man. Let it go. I'd be happy about it, man. I don't care. I, I proudly say that I am. I proudly say that I go I go to the park and I was going since I was a kid. If they don't get it, they don't get it. I can't do anything but help you. And this is why it's even more important for us to continue being happy and positive about the park because that's what it is. And when we take people and if we're going to, oh, man, you're a weirdo for going, no, no, no. Come enjoy the park. Like, I mean, even uh, Jess's friend. Like, oh, like Hannah. Yeah. Getting into the park now. Sure. Because you understand. You yeah. can touch. You yeah. can understand. You can have that, that touch of magic that, that is still left in the park. Mm. No matter how much you're critiquing, this is, a, a, a like I said, going back to the difficult topic. But because it, it, it's for all the things that are not right with it, there are still infinitely more that are. For, oh, absolutely. Infinitely more that... that, that but that. I, I think Disney right now and Ch- and uh, Iger are they're kind of at the show-me phase. Yes, of, of 100%. 100%. Like, okay, we hear what you're saying, but now you got to start backing up what you're talking yep. about. Yep. And like with their movies, maybe they just... Oh, they he said he wanted to focus on quality over quantity. Correct. And so I, he's backing that off. Yeah, I, I want to see fewer productions from Disney, but I want to see them monumental. Yeah. Like I, I like I said, I am yearning for the next big Star Wars theatrical mm-hmm. release. I don't even care what it is. I just want to go and get excited, get popcorn and watch it with my friends and family and go, okay, this is let's just see what this is about. Yeah. And I'm I miss it. I I, I, I miss that mm-hmm. aspect. We even when when was the when was the um Rise of Skywalker? I mean was that before COVID? It was. Yeah. Oh, so so it's been three years. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I got to look. That's okay. how I, I mean. Okay. So that. that's the last time we've been to a theater to, to see a Star uh-huh. Wars film. Yeah. yeah. That's way too long. Yeah. With I mean, <laughs> so that and 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 Marvels. I mean, it, it was an event to go see Avengers yep. Endgame and mm-hmm. you know, um, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff and stuff like that. But now it's <laughs> again. So hopefully they do focus more on storytelling, less about right. messaging, because um, it turns out both sides of the coin need to buy shoes at the end of the day right, right. <laughs> anyway. So right. they need to make everyone happy. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, I, I and you know with the with the parks as you said, it, whenever when those other aspects of the company fail, the parks take on a. a almost insurmountable weight that they have to carry. Yeah, and and I think these price increases of the park are a direct result of that. Oh, they are. They are. And I just don't think they're ever going to go down. Well, no. And, and here and here is where here here is where it, it would be okay. Yeah. And this is how I'd accept that. If they may with a good, honest effort brought back the value into it. So what I mean by that is one, 101s, no, like, yeah. dude, how, how, how much, you know, and again, this could be perception versus reality, but I've heard report after report, friend after friend after friend, Eric has told me, Jess has told me, people told me, yeah, I went to the park and it went down. Yeah. That park, that, that was down and that was down and that was down. How was that before? It wasn't before. So that's a, that, it's a symptom. Mm-hmm. 
the the general state of the park a little bit more dilapidated than than usual. Mm-hmm. Certain things like not painted, not caught, things like that. The willingness to break show, scrum, blah, blah, up and blah, all that. All, all, all these things are, are indicators of that. Yeah. You know, and, and it is because they're trying, they, they have to cut budgets. And they have, because they have no choice. Right. So this is where I'm saying that if they came back and said, look, we're going to revive the park back to that level where everything is spotless, everything is clean, everything is maintained. A 101 is a rarity, is a rarity. This attraction will go down maybe once a day. I mean, I know there's certain things inherent. I mean, we're talking Rise and Radiator Springs. And Indy. And and Indy. And Indy. Indy, come on, man. <laughs> Indy's the, yeah. How is Indy going down so much now? It has never in my, in, so these are all the things. So these are, and I've talked about it before, routine maintenance, PMs, PMs, PMs. And that takes my money and effort to do that. Equipment, personnel, that kind of, and, and knowledge and paying people who know to go do that. And these are all parts of the puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. So if they did that, if they said, hey, this is it. So we're investing. Now I know that they said we are going to invest 60, 600 million, whatever it was. 60 billion. 60 billion. Over the next 10 years. Over the next 10 years. You break that down, right? When you actually do a hard breakdown of that, that's not that much. No. It's not. Over all the, all the parks? Yeah, over yeah. all the parks. No, it's not that much. And then when we're looking at it, you see, this is the things where, like, you're right. Iger, show me. Where have the really cool things popped off lately as far as Disney parks? Where are the, where are the cool things? Yeah. The new things, the cool things. Where are those at? Uh, over, overseas. Overseas. Yeah, Tokyo. Overseas. Yeah. When was the last thing that we've gotten at Disney out of, outside of uh, Rise? At Disneyland? Yeah, Disneyland. Uh, we got Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay, so those are two things over the last how many years? Uh, that would say like, oh my gosh, look at that. Uh, when did rise? Oh, rise was 2020. Mm-hmm. So last last four years, three mm-hmm. three years, mm-hmm. four years, probably four years. Yep. Yeah. And before that was what? Be before that at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, be, before well, Galaxy's the, Edge. The Galaxy's Edge, right? But but I mean that that was a, a that. See, I don't hold well. Okay, so Galaxy's Edge, right? So that was 2000. And 19. 19. Yeah. So then you go, that's what I'm saying. So you go there beyond that. Beyond that? Yeah, past that. Oh, um, Indy? The last major. 1980, what? 89 or something? 89. I think. Give me that. No, 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 no. 89 was Splash. So Indy was probably. Before that. Yeah, Splash was before Indy. Okay, so. And Indy, and I was there in 92, and Splash had just opened in 80, a little bit. So, and Indy wasn't open yet in 92. So I got, we can look it up. So 94. 94, 95. Yeah. So, but, but do that. How, how, what's the, the span in time right there? Well, let's say 94 to two, it's, that's 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, it's more. 25 years. 25 years. Yeah, because if it was 95, 15 would be, hold on, 95 five would be 2000, 2010 would be 15, 2020 would be 25, mm-hmm. so about 24 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. 
So this is where. And then, oh, wait a minute. The Nemo sub. Wait a minute. The Nemo sub. No, that's not significant. Okay. Well, okay. That's just the reskin. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You can't even call Avengers Campus a big thing. No. No, you can't. No, 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 nothing like monumental. Like no, dang. Like I haven't run on. I haven't ridden on on Mickey Minis, but I've heard it's freaking phenomenal. I think you'll like it. I think yeah. you'll clap. Oh you'll... no, I, I, and and I and I fully expect to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was a phenomenal thing, leap in technology and everything else like that. So that was great. I mean, I'm glad they they did that. But again, this is what I'm talking about. This is where I'm going back to the point. Is that. Bob Iger needs to come back home. Mm-hmm. And home is Disneyland. Sure. It's not It's not Disney World. It's not the Magic Kingdom over there. That isn't home. Right. It's Disneyland. So, to me, the, the main push now needs to be, and, and I, will, I will grant this man a lot of leeway in my opinion of him, if he takes a hard move and really begins to develop Disney Ford. Yeah. And begins to do it properly. Yep. I have small glimmers of hope with what they're doing in Disney in downtown Disney. Those little tiny things, the the the, the new area, the marketplace, the, the marketplace market, yeah. all these things, those are good signs. Yeah. These are all good signs, but this is where we are in, in, in the state of the park, and this is where we yeah. are under Iger. Yeah. So you can make the argument that Chapek, what did Chapek really do? I don't know how much Iger let him do. We've talked about this before, how much Iger really let him do anything. You know, he was in the background clipping, uh, you know, snipping at his ankles the entire time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so in my opinion right now, Iger walked back in to what he thought was going to be a cakewalk, to be honest. Sure, sure. And he has done a lot to malign Bob Chapek, sadly. Yep. And I think that's kind of like uncouth. Like, no, I mean... You, 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 that's really? Bush League to me. It is. It yeah. is like, come on, yeah. Bobby. Yeah, come on, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to be a CEO. You're a CEO of uh, a huge company. And then don't even get me going on what's going on with them and X right now. No, nah, I'm involved in that nonsense. Dude, oh, my Lord. For anybody who doesn't know, I think you guys all know. Mm-hmm. And I think this is another thing. This is another thing that when I see, see, this is where it is a show me part. Because if he is going to reduce the quantity of of movies coming out and shows coming out, okay. Okay, I'm listening. I want to get away from messaging, air quoting that, and refocus on story. Okay, I'm listening. Good. That sounds really good. The fact that their FEC filing basically admits, uh, you you got to read it. It basically, and I'll give you my, my gist of it. It basically admitted in a very wordy, lawyerese kind of way, saying that their current, their current plan isn't lining up with what the fans want. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so to me, that, that is an admission. Yeah. So you put that out there for your stockholders because they have to. They have to say like, hey, this is our stock. We're now down at night. I mean, it dropped all the way down to 80 something. Now it's at 90s and around 90s. Yeah. Again, you have to make up for that. You have to. You, Bob Iger needs to make money for that company. Mm-hmm. 
That's his whole role. So these are all pointed things that I think we continue to talk about this. We continue to not support things we don't like and support the things we do like. Yeah. These are all positive things. These are the things that we can do as fans trying to push this massive animal, this massive behemoth in a direction that, it sh- that we feel it should be going. Mm-hmm. We, we as Disney fans, I think, have more invested, and I feel like it honestly lately, which is sad, but have more invested in, in, in what the company does, what Walt did and his legacy than they do right now. Then all the guys in the C-suite, yeah, all yeah, the execs in the C-suite. Yeah, yeah. I think Bob Iger is more worried about his legacy. And this is one of the... And, and honestly, if he's doing these things to correct the path because he's worried about his legacy, so be it. I don't care. Just do the work. Mm-hmm. Do the work. Um, but anyway, so that, that's basically a long... Okay. That, that's basically it. I mean, where we are is is at a point where where I, I, I see the signs. I feel like we're coming through. And we're in the, we've been in this malaise and this fog, and we're <laughs> we're like starting to see little thing beams of light coming through. And we're thinking this might be the right direction we're headed in, but we don't know yet. But that gives me hope. That gives me a moment to kind of breathe. Like hey, hey, we're we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. All our, the major, the, the things that we feel have pulled this company off course mm-hmm. are slowly getting corrected now. And this comes directly back to people like you and me and the people who listen to the show. It comes back to you who speak their mind and talk about this stuff. One, you're not afraid to critique Disney. Yeah. But two, you're also not ashamed to be like, I love Disney. Yeah. Those two things go, can go hand in hand. And that's what I'm proud of that we do here. We, we wear Disney on our sleeves like, yeah, let's go. Yep. I don't care. Yeah. Throw, throw like I said, Disney, don't, you're a weirdo. Okay. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care at all. But the point is we can still make the changes that, we, that, that need to be done. For sure. So this is the way I feel. I mean, I feel, and I, and I said it, and I tell Mark this all the time, I feel more white-pilled about anything more and more. As we move through all this crazy stuff going on in this world, in our country, and in and, and, and the company that we love, I still feel supremely optimistic about it. Oh, yeah, I do too. In, in our conversation that we have, that you guys listen to, um, it, you guys make me feel positive. Mm-hmm. The feedback <laughs> we get, it makes me feel positive. That's good. And, and I think we all need to continue to be positive about where, where we're going. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be troublesome. But I still think we're turning around. Yeah. And I think we're pointing in the right direction. The next six to seven months are going to be very, very interesting. I think I said that before. This next year coming through is going to be super interesting. Yep. We will super do interesting. Yep. Now, we should work on our prediction for 2024. I think we should. Next episode. Yep. I guess with that. Uh, one more. Yeah. Yeah. A trip report. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're there already. Holy crap. I know. 2023. 20, I know. But anyway, so I, I don't know, Mark. I know you put, I don't know if you got anybody responding on IG. Oh, just, um. But I want, I want you guys, I want you guys to let us know. Like, let us know where you're at. What do you think? What do you, what is your opinion about Bob Iger's first year? I think, I mean, to put it, to put it bluntly, I think it's been, it's not been good. 
Right. Like um, Fernando said, gut reaction is meh. Okay, but I really have not paid enough attention. Some good and bad. Yeah. Um, I did. I I posted the question a little bit later in the day before um, I was really working on, so I don't really know. But Marcus was going to come on and talk about it. Um, but he did mention that. Um, uh, he said that Bob Iger has made more ha- has more than worn out his welcome. And he wants to refer people back to the previous episode where we did talk about both Bobs. And he's probably time to go and take KK with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I think this is where it is. The general sentiment, uh, I think for a lot of people, is going to be like, okay, well, maybe it's time for you to go. I know I'm there. I'm there. But I also recognize that that is not, uh, okay, I will put this in here. And this is why I say this next few months are going to be very interesting for, again, if you guys don't follow it, the proxy war is coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming. There is going to be a fight for that boardroom, and it has already begun. The lines are being drawn. Nelson Peltz on one side and Bob Iger on the other. Mm -hmm. If you guys don't know, hit me up. I'll refer you to a couple of things or go look for it yourself. Go read on your own. Go Go find that info if you guys don't know. And what that is, Nelson Peltz, real short, is an activist investor that is part of the Triang Group, which has a lot of shares. He's been quietly a, uh, a while back. He did basically kind of a soft, try to do like a soft takeover of the board, and it didn't really work. He backed off. But in that moment, in, in that time, he has been buying, the Triang Group has been buying shares mm-hmm. to garner and, and build their overall shareholdings and control and power in that company this is the part this is where bob Iger, ultimately his legacy may be the guy who got booted it may be <laughs> it may be it may be but we don't know yet so this is why it's this is why i keep on saying but i'm i'm optimistic because it's going to be the way i view it, it's going to be one of two things that are going to happen out of this either one nelson pelts they oust Iger. mm-hmm and then they make the changes that, that and if, again, I, I think I've said it before, you got to look at their proposals. It, it reads like a, a wish list for me. I'm like, oh, that would be fantastic oh, if they it, did all it that. It totally does, yeah. Um, but even, and, and if they don't, that put, that, and I think it already has put Bob Agar notice, like, what you're doing now isn't working, buddy, so you need to make corrections. So it's a win-win. It, to me, this is a win-win no matter what happens. It's just a degree of winning. It's like either winning the game or totally smashing the guy and, and obliterating the other team. Yeah. Either way, you're going to win. Sure. So this this is how I feel. And so I think, you know, Bob Iger, I think I agree with Marcus with that. Like, his time, I think, is, is over. Mm-hmm. I think it's gone. I think he, um, I think we would be better off, and some people, I know Jess would disagree with me, Would we would have been better off in the company had Chapek remained. I think right now. We don't, yeah. Right now. I think we would have been in a better place as a company and as fans and as everything had Shavik remained. Yep. He wouldn't have been perfect. He would have. And I would probably at the end of his, his, that, that, that three year contract that he just had got renewed for, I'd probably then would have been like, all right, buddy, time to go. Hit those bricks, buddy. Yep, now yep. your time is done. You're the guy we need. Like I said, he was a devil we need at the time. Yeah. It's time for you to go. Time for you to go. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, good discussion right there. Always, and this is what we try always, to do. <laughs> always, yeah. But so, let us know. Like I said, let us know. Interact. Uh, let hit us, hit us up. Hit up Mark. Let us know. What do you guys think? 
And again, if this topic comes up during our, one of our live sh- shows on the LTB Lounge, please hit, hit us up live. Yeah. And uh, if you've got the technology, we can have you on the show. Yep. Uh, right then and there. That's crazy talk, right? Yep. All right. So this is going to wrap up episode number 186. Uh, we're trying to get an interview on. I don't know how. Uh, gosh. Time's running out. Our next episode is going to be a trip report and probably some predictions for 2024. And then we will hopefully have a guest on. We're trying to get him on for a while. And that will work out. And then uh, we'll just go from there. Yep. All right. So, um, again, take some time to uh, leave the show a review on whatever platform you're doing or listening to. That would help us out a lot. And if you feel so inclined, uh, join the Patreon. Uh, we do it on our website at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Click on the Patreon link in there or on Instagram under the, the link tree. It's $1, $3, or $5. And uh, for that, you get, to be in the sh- you get to be in the show and get some cool swag and help out the LTP family. Be part of the LTP family. Uh, furthermore, you can send us an email at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. We would really much appreciate hearing from you there. Yeah, and also, we do have our hotline, uh, which is area code 916-934-2647. Again, that's 916-934-2647. It's a voicemail. It goes right to our voicemail. Just leave us a message, and we will either play it on the show or respond to it. Uh, that's another way you can do in, interact with us. Udi, where can people find out more about you? You can find me on my other show, even though we haven't done anything, because, like I said before... <clears throat> No Disney Star Wars. It is the Mando show, but you can go back and listen to our catalog. Um, it is a uh, Disney. It is a podcast in review of Disney's The Mandalorian and all things Star Wars. You can find me there. Uh, then you can also find me on my socials, which are Twi- Twixer mm-hmm. and Instagram, both under the same handle H A X G O A L I E, and I answer my DMs. Awesome. Yep. All right, so you've got the information. Now the ball's in your court. Yep. Well, until then, again, thank you so much for taking time to listen to it all the way through. Until then, uh, we love you. We'll see you in the parks. Adventures out there. See you. can't be any worse than your whiskey and coke from yesterday morning think of a banana <laughs> does it help mm-hmm. okay always does every time don't ask me why but you yeah. make me hot it's so close i can feel it why are you throwing up you trying to eat all your food before your sister does now you can eat that gouda well hello gouda come get your gouda <laughs> we'll give it a bit yeah give it a second okay Woo! Good? Thank you. You're welcome. No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. But you yeah. make me hot. <laughs> it's so close, I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red.